0: Thank y'all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raisin Grace Studios. Shout out to Nobles Networking for being a local sponsor. You guys are awesome. Williams Tire for being a local sponsor. All them big name sponsors that Red Circles hooked us up with, Geico, McDonald's, State Farm, every one of you guys are awesome. Thank you for putting a little change in my pocket. Um, I'm going to give this girl a little bit of an intro, even though she really, I hate that she even needs one. Uh... A couple months ago, I went to Nashville to a writer's round that Lee Tucker and some more folks invited me to, and uh, I got to hear a group of women and a group of dudes that uh, I was not familiar with at the time, and ever since then, I've been trying to get each one of them on my show. I believe that this young lady right here is the, uh, the fourth person from that night that I've had on this show, and uh, the more I listen to her music, she's slowly becoming one of my favorites from that night, too. Uh, Miss Allie Colleen, I, am I saying that right?
1: Yeah, it's Colleen with a C. It's what? Colleen, like Joe.
0: Oh, that's badass. Was-
1: hmm
0: Oh. Cool. Um, so, Miss Allie, uh, tell, us, tell us a little bit about you before we kick. So, well, let's do this first. Tell them where they can find you on social media, all your social media links first.
1: Absolutely. So, like Colleen, so all my stuff you can find me just about anywhere from there. My website, which we drive all of our sales to like merchandise and stuff like that. So, and tours, to we're scheduled. Like. Colleen music, you can find me.
0: Well, it wouldn't be my show if there wasn't a technical issue every now and then. Uh, but I think we're good. I think we're hopefully it won't keep popping. Let's, uh, let's try this again. One more time, drop your social media links.
1: Um, I'm just Allie Colleen music on everything. So Instagram, Facebook, I think the only one that's different is probably Twitter, and it's underscore Allie Colleen. See,
0: that but was perfect. Really tweet, so, who tweets? I don't even. I don't tweet, dude. Uh, well, anyway, um, now that was perfect. So maybe, maybe whatever was broke's fixed now. Uh, anyway, so I'm excited to hear how you got into into music and everything. You just you have an original sound, and um, <laughs> I hey, go ahead, go ahead. Uh
1: so I'm from Oklahoma. Um, so that's kind of my, my story starts in Oklahoma. I grew up, um, just outside of Tulsa. I always wanted to do music. Um, I played in a barbecue shop back home when I was like 16 until I graduated high school. Um, I also was a waitress there on the weeks and then I would sing next to like the saddles, like unamplified every Saturday night, like three hours. And I loved it. I loved it so much. Um, and then when I graduated high school, I went to Belmont University here in Nashville. I chose it in like eighth grade. I didn't look anywhere else. (laughs) I knew that was where I was going to go to school. I promised my parents when I was really, really young that I would get uh, a college degree and I'd go to college and all that kind of stuff, you know, in order for them to kind of give me their blessing to do music and that kind of thing. And I don't think they expected me to go get a degree in songwriting, but um, I saw that loophole and just kind of, you know, jumped right into it. So I got a degree in songwriting and music business, whatever that means. It was awesome um graduated in 2018 and i've just been on the road since and releasing music and just trying to do the thing
0: uh how old are you if you don't mind me i know you're not supposed to ask a woman that but i'm just curious
1: uh that's okay i'll be 25 this summer
0: okay i'm 33 so i was you you carry you you look young but you carry yourself older thanks is that a big compliment yeah i
1: am um, we uh I know you and I have some mutual friends outside of that as well, outside of just that round. I know you know, Carly Rogers, Carly Rogers. Oh, I love Carly
0: Rogers. Dude. Um,
1: I don't know if you remember, but I saw you in Texas not too long ago.
0: Let me tell um, you, I was so drunk when I saw you and I was so blown away that of all places in the world that uh, I was with Tyler branch and Tyler and Carly used to be roommates and the fact that we just randomly bumped into y'all in uh, Texas was the coolest thing ever to us.
1: I, I know. I know that was so crazy. Carly talked about it for the rest of the night. I remember at one point the next day, she asked me if it really happened. You know what I mean? She goes, I'm not going to lie. When I remember last night, Tyler Branch and Josh were there. Like that was a thing, right? I was like, yeah, no, we, we ran into them.
0: That was literally <laughs> the worst night ever too, besides for running into y'all. It, it was, it was so bad. Uh, I, it was it was one, it's one of those things i uh I'm a weird weird individual I believe in uh you're not always where you want to be in life, but you're where the good Lord wants you to be and uh that trip a lot of stuff happened on that trip that let me know I hadn't been too long been fired I got fired in September for my my political beliefs and religious beliefs and other things from the radio station and uh with the show blowing up and everything, like you get to this point to where, and uh, you live in Nashville, so you probably get this better than anybody. You get to this point with your life that you're like, am I supposed to go along with the flow and do what everybody else is doing? Or am I supposed to stay true to myself and and everything? And when we bumped into y'all, I was like, oh no, that's affirmation, dude. Like it's affirmation of all the places in the world. I'm doing exactly what I want to do right now. And I'm bumping into people I should have never bumped into.
2: I
1: just wish everybody else could see, like the actual image of what that night looked like for us. Because you're speaking about it in such like a spiritual way, and I'm right here with you. But if they could have just seen what was happening that night, oh my gosh, all of us. That was such a good time.
0: It was incredibly cute. very spiritual,
1: very and very um, very whatever. But yes, affirmations do. They're everywhere, and I love that.
0: And it was cute as it could be because Carly texted me, like, in the next two days. And she was like, I'm so sorry if I ran right past you to hug Tyler. But, like, I was lo- losing my mind. And I was like, you're, you're more his friend than mine. I've only been around you, like, two or three times. It was just insane that we bumped into it. He y'all. did. She
1: got so emotional about it. She was so excited.
0: Are they both did. I think they both ended up being crybabies that night.
1: Big babies. And
0: I'm usually the crybaby. We were cool. Bad. We
1: held our cool. We were cool.
0: Yeah, uh I was
1: that.
0: Yeah. I was I was in such a happy place because Texas that's that's the first time I've ever been to Texas. And uh I, oh my God, I fell in love with it, dude. I uh, Texas is cool. Yeah, like that's just that's just my people. I I'm all about the way that I was raised with manners and I feel like manners is just something that kids today don't give a shit about. And when I got out there and the way that everybody acted towards one another, I was like, oh, my ass should have been born in Texas.
1: Yeah. Texas is pretty cool.
0: What? Texas is pretty cool. What were y'all doing out there?
1: Uh, Carly had some shows, um, but she had some shows, and I don't know if they were planned around it or not, but the the American Rodeo Finals for that weekend. And they had all got tickets to the semifinals on that Friday. Um and we were just out or whatever, maybe the week before. And she was like, hey, do you do not know what you're doing this weekend? Me and Carly and Gabby are going down to Texas. If you want to come, you can jump on the stage with me for a couple of shows if you want. We're going to go to the, this rodeo, all this stuff. And I was like, I'm so there. So we went. And then I had no idea that um, a really good buddy of mine um, is a huge part of the American Rodeo. So we ended up getting tickets for the, the finals that weekend and staying a little longer. And we just stayed for the rodeo. Um, and then I think we played a set on Sunday somewhere, uh, and then drove home, and it was awesome.
0: We left that night after y'all. It was such a cluster uh, with the people we were with after we left y'all that night. That one of the people that was our DD for the whole trip, we left Na- we left Fort Worth at like three o'clock in the morning and drove all the way through to Nashville. It was uh, I didn't drive. I slept my ass the whole way.
1: Yeah, I did the same thing. I was in the back of the car, and Carly and Carly drove the whole night home after. Because Sunday, we got in the car after the set on Sunday. Did the same thing through the night. And I'm right there with you. I slept in the back the whole time.
0: I was so hungover. I was, just... I was so hungover by the time we hit Little Rock. It was, it was bad, dude. Um,
1: by the time we hit Little Rock.
0: Yeah. We, we sung that song so much as soon as we got to Nashville. It was ridiculous. Uh, when we got to Nashville, this is actually something. I'm, I'm gonna toss out there to you because I'd love for you to do. Uh, when we got to Nashville, I did this thing. It was called. Uh, I took all the podcast equipment with me, all the mics and everything. And I got uh, in a room with uh, Trey Landon, um, who's one of my real good friends. Lee Tucker, Dustin Heron, J.C. Anderson, um, John Fox, uh, Ethan Phillips, and um, I did a I did a writers round, but we recorded it, and it was weird, but. It was the coolest riders round ever because, like, we were talking shit to each other, back and forth in between songs, telling stories. Where
1: did you do it
2: at?
0: In Nashville, uh, I rented a Airbnb and I set up all my oh, equipment okay. uh, when we got there. But what I want to do, and uh, me and Kristen have talked about this, and just it never matches up. I want to do an all-female one. I want to do an. would be so cool. An all-female riders round recorded of y'all just. Telling your stories back and forth and everything. Like, I'm that would be
1: so fun. That, especially if Carly and I could be a part of it, just because we know each other so well and we have wrote together. Um, Dustin is a really good buddy of mine. Um,
0: oh, he Dustin spoke, he spoke so highly of you.
1: He's a really good buddy of mine. He's I love him so much. I think we got connected through Carly or Priscilla or somebody like that, but um, forever ago it seems like. But he's a really good buddy of mine.
0: Yeah, I'm coming to, I've got to speak at this political engagement uh, on Saturday in Dalton, Georgia, and then I'm headed to Nashville for the next four days after that because I'm going to set up for the next time I come back an All Females Riders round. And uh, I, would cool. love, I would love for y'all, you and Carly, to to absolutely be part of it, dude. That would be so fun,
1: Josh. I would love to do
0: that. Well, like one thing that just, I, I don't think I'm alone when I say this, but- Men love female country if it's done the right way. And, like, I think back to the 90s and Pam Tillis and Reba and Lori Morgan and all these musicians that I grew up just, I'll still listen to Pam Tillis, maybe it was Memphis Drunk, every about every time I get hammered. And y'all's group of women and the music that y'all are putting out, it reminds me of that. Like, I ain't got nothing against Taylor Swift or, or any of that stuff. Like, to each their own. I don't knock what people listen to. But. It, it don't hit me the same way. I've listened to Play in House and a hundred times and everybody, every time, because uh, I get writers and stuff to come to the studio um, to just drink, hang around. I, I've made this place. It's a very comfortable place for musicians to come to, to some one day. It, it is a publishing company and stuff. I mean, it's pipe dreams, but hey, you got to start somewhere. And... Uh, but anyway, like I play that for folks, and then I play some Ashland Craft, um, which by the way, obsessed with Ashland Craft right now.
1: I have followed her on social media for like ever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. knowing who she is, like they're just like one of those kind of women in town, like know her, that kind of stuff. Didn't never know if she knew who I was, anything like that. Um, but that round, the Kristen Kelly round, was the first time that I'd really been in a position to like really listen to her stuff, like aside from just checking it out like on streaming and things and listening to her SOB song. I'm pretty sure she played it that night. She did. Um, just killed me. You know what I mean? Like, Oh my gosh. All of her stuff was great. She had a lot of really emotional things too, that I felt were really vulnerable and special, but I have, I've talked about SOB so many times to so many people. Um, but I also don't want to forget. Thank you so much for playing, playing house. I love that song's very special to me.
0: Uh, I don't know. Like it's one of those songs that when you hear, I don't know nothing about your home life, and we're not going to do any of your home life on this podcast, but that song has to come from a place that just, there's so many of us that just connect with it, and it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman or whatever. That song hits you in your feels, and I'm telling you, if you wasn't drinking before you hear it, you're gonna be drinking after you hear it. And that's usually how I like I judge a song, dude.
1: That's how country music should be judged anyway. First off, that's the rubric. Let Belmont know that. Because Belmont doesn't know how to make rubric about songwriting. Let them know. If you're drinking afterwards, nailed it. Pass the class, pass Belmont, you graduate. Oh my gosh. Plant House was the first release off of so I just released an album on April. Um, ninth. It's my it's my very first album. It's my debut album. Um, it's dope. It's awesome. Um, but we only released them as physical copies, so like you can like you can go buy the CD if you want, but you that's the only way you can get it right now. And then um, obviously every six to eight weeks, you know, we'll release a track like everybody else is too. Whatever. So Plan House was the first one to come out because it was just a song that we'd had the longest, you know, of that whole collection of writing that I was just so ready to give a life to. And Plan House, I wrote it in, um, I think, May of 2018, maybe. Um, and I took it to so many rights for maybe all year, maybe a whole year. I took that whole idea of Plan House to rights, and nobody wanted to write it with me. Given Plan House to me either came from a woman who is constantly cleaning up in the morning, whether it's glass whatever it is from, you know, him coming home that night. And when she gets that quiet time, she cleans up all that stuff from whether it's alcohol abuse, or mental, mental or physical or whatever it is. That's when she's playing house. You know what I mean? Like when you reset up your dollhouse, when you just reset everything and you put everything back from him. Like that's playing house. Or I thought there was another really cool vein of like a man who does maybe have an alcohol problem, but he just becomes sweet. When he's drunk, you know, and when he's drunk, that's when it's, I love you. And that's when it's, we're going to make this work. And that's when it's, Hey, I know this week's been really hard, but like, it's you and I, we got this. You know what I mean? But when he's not drunk and it's back to the logistics of, we should not be together. it does not make no sense, whatever. And I took all that into this, right. with Billy Dawson and Jason Matthews, and they were just like, we're here for it. Like we're all here for it. Also, maybe we calm it down a little bit, go a little noncommittal. But we're here for it, and I was like, okay, let's chase this rabbit. And we wrote Playing House,
0: whatever you did to ride it, it's a fucking banger.
2: <laughs> like, Thank
1: you,
0: and it, it is crazy you said that because every girl I've ever dated, I'm a nice guy anyway. Like, I, I don't get like, um, like I do a lot of shows on domestic violence. Um, I grew up in a household with it that was both ways, not just father uh, abusing mother, but mother abusing father. So, like, Gosh. it's a very Soft spot for me. Like, it's a very, and I I can't stand it. And um, so I'm extra nice to women. That's one reason why, Mm -hmm. like, I've built the rapport with certain people uh, that I have. And um, it's just like me and you, we ever bump into each other, we have a beer or something together, I'll treat you like a sister, or or whatever. That's just, that's how I view women. I treat every woman like I want my daughter treated.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, but when I get drunk, I am the sweetest lovey is dovey <laughs> person all i want to do is slow dance like all those memes and everything that i just want to slow dance in the kitchen to george Strait. it ain't it ain't mm-hmm. george Strait really for me even though i love george Strait. it's usually some off the wall keith whitley or, or something like that but i want to slow dance in the kitchen and and like i don't know travis just a lot of stuff like that. so it's funny you even say that
1: it's a thing. I mean, it definitely is a thing. And I know that sometimes that can bleed into making things work, you know, or whatever the case is, but it's so funny. Um, I'll shout them out. At the time we were trying to figure out, well, what's a long time to like be doing this for, you know what I mean? And I thought about my best friend who at the time had been in a relationship for six years. And, um, it was to the point, you know, where she was just like asking every day, like, Hey, are you going to ask me to marry you yet? Are you going to ask it like that kind of thing? Um, and, um, so we chose that and then super, super weird parallel. I just ended a relationship of six years
0: oh, as sorry. the song came
1: out. So I even feel like for myself, playing house is hitting me a little different than yeah. it ever has before, you know, too. Not even that that's true for us, you know, it's just like in a the, in the walkie season. So I think that's a really cool thing about songwriting too, where you can write a song for somebody else. And it becomes so relevant for you later and vice versa. You know, I think that's the coolest thing about, like, making music.
0: Well, see, that, that's why music like that, though, will stand the test of time. And I'm not trying to butter you up, but it is a song that you can hear in 20 years from now, and it's still relevant. Like, it, it, it's still good. It, it'll be Thank one. You. I'm still, to this day, I'm 33 years old, and I will I, – I'm a person – when I I start listening to an old album or something, I listen to the whole thing. I don't listen to the singles. Um, And I feel like that's a song that one day somebody comes across because you've got a big catalog by then and you're such a badass and everybody knows who Allie is. And uh, they're like, oh, this was one of her first singles she put out. This is still banging. I mean, this is... I love that. It's still banging. It is one that... that. It is one without a doubt that... uh, I judge a whole lot of music, how he's joking about being able to drink to it or whatever um down here, uh when I get drunk, I play a lot of slow songs, like a lot of sad songs, and everybody's like, Why are you so sad? Like, I'm not sad, this is real music like this is a story this is this is good yeah, and yeah. that is a song right there that I've played it's repeatedly so nice. I'm interested.
1: So when you hear one of those songs, it just like locks you in a moment. You know what I mean? Do you have to stay there after the song? Because I feel like my favorite thing about music is you can lock me in the worst pain I've ever been in and take me back to that for three minutes and 47 seconds. But as soon as the song's over and the track changes, I'm in that next story. Like I'm in whatever the next song
0: is uh i usually go down a rabbit hole i'm not gonna lie to you
1: i find that's the case for a lot of people yeah a lot because because i do get on my rampage sometimes of playing stuff that i love especially if it's sad you know what i mean like for my friends and they'll be like can we just take a minute like can we take a minute and just like And I'm like, what do you mean, no? Like, you got three minutes to live this out. Then we got to get to the next song, and we got to, you know what I mean? Oh, my gosh, you can't stay there. That's exhausting.
0: I'm very bad about that, though, but (laughs) it's I'll hear one song, and then it'll make me think of another. Like, when I hear Play in House, it's almost where, like, I have a playlist in my head. When I hear Play in House, the next thing I want to hear is the George Strait song that's uh, A House With No Doors. Uh, or, or something along those lines. Like it's not because it has house in the title It's, I I, I almost feel like when you, when you hear your, that song or any song, it's, it starts a book, it it starts a book. (coughs) And I want to hear to completion the story of that book. And, uh, a lot of songs they'll, they'll tell start and finish like that one does, but it, it gets you on a rabbit hole. And, uh. I it's just so don't. I, I just don't mind it. Like I'm one of those. We had yeah. a, we had a, a lot of people over here last Thursday night. Um, we had some social media influencers and stuff. We're getting ready to go to the beach with like these TikTokers. It's got like million plus fans or whatever. And um, I make it a point to with my friends. Uh, I let them hear their music because I believe that it takes one dumbass sharing your song one time and all of a sudden it blows yeah. up. I did a show with uh with Trey Lewis back in December as soon as Dick Down in Dallas came out. Like I had booked him before because somebody had sent me the song from I guess it was the listening room. And I was like, okay, yeah. I, I knew Matt McKinney or I know Matt McKinney. And I I messaged him. I was like, I need I want to book y'all for a show. And um all it took was that song blowing up and now Trey's in a different, different world now. And I believe that's right. the same way with a lot of musicians. It's with all these social media influencers, you play the right song for the right person at the right time. Next thing you know, you got a million streams to where mm-hmm. you used to have to pay $100,000 for that. Now, all you got to do is send a, an alley t-shirt to <laughs> a, some, a social media influencer and you blow up overnight. And you should because right. it's such a good song.
1: Honestly. I mean, it's the same. Do you ever get put in – and then vice versa to that. Do you ever get put in Dropbox jail? Like your friends ever put you in Dropbox jail? You know I don't, what I'm talking about? I
0: don't know what Dropbox jail is. Dropbox jails.
1: So my friends – so the coolest thing – everybody asks me what the coolest thing about living in Nashville is. It doesn't really have to do with living in Nashville. But, like, the coolest thing about knowing people that do music, you know what I mean? Like having all these friends that do music is – when I'm bored and I'm sitting here trying to figure out like new music to listen to, you know what I mean? I just text my friends. and I'm like, Hey, will you just send me some work tapes? Like whatever you've got, just like send me all your work tapes. You know what I mean? And then my friends are sending me work tapes that, Oh my gosh, the whole world is just stupid. You know what I mean? For not getting to here. And so then obviously you get in a car with a bunch of other music friends and you just start playing like your drop boxes, like your friends, like I'll go home to Oklahoma and just go hang around like my normal friend. And I'll be like, "Hey, you guys gotta listen to my friends," and they'll put me in Dropbox jail. You know, they're like, "No, you don't get to play any of like your friends' stuff anymore." And I'm like, "No, we're gonna keep going. Like, we're just gonna keep, we're gonna keep going." They ha- get mad because then they can't go listen to it later. That's I- the point of Dropbox jail.
0: I have not gotten trouble for that yet, but I get a lot. Uh, I get a lot of demos from from a bunch of my friends, and uh, I play them. Like, I play them repeatedly, and I have to remember. Like, a lot of the times. Like when we do a TikTok live or Instagram live, and there's people here or whatever, like it'll get up to a thousand people, whatever, viewing your stuff at one time. And uh, yeah. I am real quick because it's just in rotation in my mind. I will play something I'm not supposed to play. And that is the <laughs> only time I ever get in trouble with it. Like, uh, I got out I there
1: leaking all the good stuff, leaking all it, and not
0: even me. But then also, too, anytime somebody said something to me, all of a sudden, when the song came out, everybody was sitting there waiting on it, and it made their streams blow up. So, it, it-
1: absolutely. I mean, it really. There's such a sweet spot there, you know, of like having, and I think TikTok showing everybody that. Yeah. You know, there's such a sweet spot of having a very small part of something be teased and it work awesome, and then there's also, you know, the other side of it where I guess you can amp something up too much, where you've you already know the song before it comes out, you know. But there are so many ways. To just all of a sudden nail it, like you're saying, you know what I mean? Like the right person, the right T-shirt, the right coffee, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's so strange and so stressful, and also like the opportunities are out there.
0: Yeah, uh, kind of I know they cannot. Uh, the listeners cannot see what I'm about to bring up, but your cow in the background, I am in love with it. I need that in cow. my. I need that in my studio.
1: It's from Kirkland's. There's like a hundred of them. I've got this really cool horse over here that I like
0: oh that's cool dude
1: oh yeah the cow's pretty cool
0: uh okay let's get let's get back to business because <laughs> uh, you you're very easy to talk to that that'll make this a, a very good show um
1: well I you mentioned playing songs earlier and I wasn't going to but now I was wondering if I could play you a song
0: uh hell yes you could play me a song
1: because you mentioned Matt McKinney and um
0: skinny McKinney
1: and songs that we care about, Skinny McKinney. <laughs> Every time I go to writer's rounds, I'm like, anyone know Matt McKinney? I just have like a bunch of people yell back at me, Skinny McKinney. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that is a thing, but sure. he. Um, so yes, writer of Dick Down in Dallas, very talented, all those kinds of things, good friend of mine. Um, we have got to write once so far, and he came up to me, and uh, he texted me a couple days before our write, and he was like um, – oops sorry you're good and he said hey I have this title um it's only Oklahoma you're the only person I know from Oklahoma does it mean anything to you and I was like <laughs> okay um never had a title pitched to me that way but I'll think about it like yeah like why not like I'll think about it because um, that's not normally where my writing comes from you know what I mean I never like very rarely does it just come from something like that where I liked where someone liked two O's together, you know what I mean? Like only Oklahoma. So I thought about it and I just thought about like how we all have that one decision probably that we look back at when things are either rocking or like going to hell. And like, for me, that was choosing music. You know what I mean? Like deciding to go at 17 and go to college and like do music and do all that kind of stuff. So that's always my thought is when things are either not going awesome or when they are going amazing, it's like, man, what would I have done without music? You know, like what would I have done if I did what everybody else in Owasso seemed to have done where they went to a local college, you know, and and did the whole nine to five thing and started a family and did all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And it's like, if I had to live that alternate lifeline, the only place that that makes sense to me is Oklahoma. You know what I mean? Like God help me. If I had to do it in Florida or like Ohio, oh my God, no. You know what I mean? I got to do it in Oklahoma, which sounds like hell to a lot of other people, but like I got to do it there. And I wanted to play the song for you guys because it shows such a freaking cool, like, writing dynamic of Matt, when a lot of people know Dick Down in Dallas. You know what I mean? Yes. But now you get to hear this amazing freaking song. Matt brought my absolute favorite lyric to it. He, uh, there's a line in it that talks about, um, freaking leaving a town and turning dirt to dust. And I'm like, holy crap, Matt, that's the coolest thing on the planet. So this is only Oklahoma. And I just wanted to shout out again, my album, you guys, it's so freaking cool. And uh, this is one of the songs on it, but I just wanted to share a little, a little Matt McKinney freaking writing with you guys. Since we talked about Trey and everybody and how cool songwriters are. Cause Dick down in Dallas, you can't, you can't say it's not pretty geniusly.
0: Written, it, it, it is. is I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care what anybody says. The song's good. Uh, if it was, I think that song, I, I know it blew up because of TikTok. I think that if it was where there was a censored <laughs> version of it, it would have blew up on radio. I mean, it, it would have blew up regardless. It's just so well written and it's yeah. so good. And uh, I already am in love with whatever you're about to sing right now, because I can just <laughs> tell, I can just tell it's an attention grabber. I'm nervous.
1: I care about it. I might have played it at the Ashlyn Craft show now that I'm thinking about it or at the Kristen Kelly show. Um, but it's just my favorite. And um I was trying to convince Trey Lewis to do like a nickelback radio version of Dick Down in Dallas to where they just like reversed all the all the bad words, you know what I mean? Like if it was just like she's getting ra- in Dallas, like that would be literally the greatest thing on the planet. That
0: would be cool as so hell.
1: Just everybody keep trying to pitch that to him with me, please, because he doesn't think it's as cool yet, but I know it's going to be a missed opportunity. But anyway, this is only Oklahoma. And I probably don't sound good, but I just really love to sing. so
0: Sound beautiful, darling.
2: stories about those towns where everyone just hangs around never too far from your church or your mama's house I was always made to leave I was born with two strong wings turned dirt to dust and never looked back there's a little part of me that wanders who I would be in only Oklahoma if I was still tucked under those watercolor-painted skies. Oh, sometimes I wonder if I told the other if I was right in front of what I left behind. I could have got a job Could've raised a family, but could I make a living, loving life way out there in only Oklahoma? Well, I've got pictures on my fridge of that same life I could have lived, the home my grandma understands. But I've got stories I could tell. I've made a name for myself. No, I wouldn't change a thing. There's still a part of me that wonders who I would be in only Oklahoma. If I was still tucked under those watercolors. Sometimes I wonder If I chose the other If I was right in front of What I left behind Could have got a job Could have raised a family But could I make a living Loving life way out there In only Oklahoma We've all got plans, we've all got dreams, but just cause you left don't mean you leave. Oklahoma, tuck me up under your watercolor painted skies. Oh God, I wonder when I chose the other. I was right in front of what I left behind, I could have got a job, probably not,
0: I could have raised a family,
2: but could I make a living, loving life way out there? Could I make a living, loving life if I stayed there in only Oklahoma? Only Oklahoma.
0: I hate musicians. Oh, my God. Isn't it pretty? Oh, it's beautiful. How'd you do a good job at that?
1: Little skinny McKinney
2: just coming
0: on in. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I love that guy. We haven't been around each other much. I had to introduce him on stage one time, and... uh. In Auburn, him and uh, Justin Dukes is a, a good, good buddy of mine. He introduced me to Matt, and uh, I made the mistake of standing next to him on stage for a picture.
2: Ooh, mm
0: mm, nev- a big boy. It's a tall son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> it, it is one of those pictures that's like I'm five ten, well on a good day, and. Uh, <laughs> it's just like I will never ever stand next to Matt if he's t- for a picture again. I had to take a picture with him and Trey Lewis uh, at the show that they did for me, and I literally am on a step stool behind them almost because I'm not doing that shit to myself.
1: Well, Trey's Trey's yeah, Trey's pretty tall too.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Which I didn't realize. I don't think. I mean, I've known Matt obviously, so I, I'm I know he's he's a big tall guy, but Trey definitely caught me off guard. He's a tall guy too.
0: Yeah. Uh dude, you're gonna be a killer. You you're gonna be a killer. Oh you you are. Like I'm uh it makes me when I told you when we first started that I love like broke ass musicians or the up and coming musician, it's cause you just seem so yeah. different. It's uh I don't know, it it's to me it's still I mean everybody gets to a point I guess. I always say I don't know how much money it'll take for me to sell out, but I'd like to find out. Um but when you're where you're kind of at right now and where I'm at and a lot of other people, it's you're, you're going off of your passion of something. You're still going off of yeah. your love of, of you, yeah. you still are where I, I'm not, not that you're not worried about selling records because I know that you are downloads or streams, whatever the hell it is now. But you're still coming from a place that's like, I'm doing what Allie wants, I, I'm putting out yeah. what Allie wants. And I, I just love that about musicians when they get started, dude.
1: And I think that's a lot of it too. I think, I think, you know, when you get up there, there's a lot of other stuff that you're running off of, whether it's like other people's expectations or even just beating what you've already accomplished or even like just keeping up with yourself or whatever the case is, or even just making that money or whatever that is. But right now my fuel is because I love to do this. You know what I mean? That's my biggest gratification right now is that it's still something I love to do. The money is not the biggest gratification right now. It ain't even a thing, you know what I mean? (laughs) And, um, you know, all that kind of stuff, that's not even a part of it yet, and if it becomes it one day, awesome, but if it doesn't, like, I still spend every second of my day, even as hard as I work, doing something I absolutely care about, and something that absolutely, like, fuels me, and takes care of me, also, it's not just working for somebody, you know, it's it's also, like, a part of what I do, and what I care about, and I just think it's so special, and yeah, man, I don't know what it would take for that to go away, but I hope I never find out, but hey, we'll see. We'll yeah, see how I know, we can go, Yeah, oh no, you're going to get to
0: find out. I, I, I really do think that this next wave of, uh, of especially <laughs> female country, uh, I just feel like it's turning more than ever. I think Ashley McBride, and I love Ashley McBride. That was, that was the coolest thing from that night. Me getting to have a couple drinks and talk shit with Ashley McBride, uh, it was, it was awesome. And I, that's her and Dylan Carmichael's. While I was going. But then I got to see all y'all, and I was—it was one of those things to where I'm such uh, a country music historian, and I love the—I don't love the musicians necessarily. I love the songs that they sing, and and then you get to dive into who the actual artist is, and you become attached to them. And um, I just—I I see where the next wave of country music, especially a female artist, is coming from. And y'all all have like the same outlook that it's, you're tired of, and I don't mean this in a bad way, you're tired of the girly girl country, it almost looks like. You're tired of, yeah. uh, one, one thing I try to raise my daughter to do, she's, she's nine, is uh to be a, a Viking queen, to be a badass, to not be soft or anything like that. And I love when I see women that just are not soft women. And uh, it, yeah. And y'all seem like, not necessarily one of the boys, because you definitely don't look like one of the boys, but the stuff y'all sing about is coming from a place that I don't think you've really heard women sing about. Even if you sing about heartbreak, it's different now.
1: Yeah. And I don't know how much encouragement maybe there's been in the past for something like that. You know, I mean, when you look at those you look at the nineties and yes, you, when you, when you hear that stuff and you hear Jody Messina and Jamie O'Neill and, and all those women and Trisha and, and all those women come together and, and just do it, you know what I mean? It's amazing. But then when you actually go back and look at what it physically looked like, those women did not have the freedom that we have, no. you know what I mean? And Dolly had a freedom too, but she used it in just a different way that, that I would, she used it in the same way that I would, um, People always do whatever about her body modifications. Tattoos are body modifications. You know what I mean? Like, it's no different. I just want my body to look a little different than what Dolly wants her body to look like, you know? But I do wonder, I wonder how much support there's been. I know for me, I've always been very confident in me and and who I was and what I wanted to look like and all that kind of stuff. But I definitely don't feel like I was ever affirmed that anybody else would like it until Ashton McBride came out. And you got to just see her do her thing. And I fell in love with her, too. Oh, my gosh. Me and every other woman and man on this planet fell in love with her at the same time. You know what I mean? And way too late, mind you. You know what I mean? In the sense of she's going to have an amazing career at the age she is now and going to continue to kick ass the rest of her life. But actually, I just, you know, she deserves this a long, long time ago, too. You know what I mean? And I just think I'm so grateful to have her as, like, a trailblazer for me because, she is the coolest thing on the planet that night that you're talking about with the Kristen Kelly thing. I saw her and uh, she says, um, Hey sis, you know, how you doing? And I said, Oh, you know me, just want to be you when I grow up. <laughs> and she just kind of looked at me and she goes, well, bud, you can't do both, So pick one and just kind of, you know, gave me a little punch on the shoulder and walked off. And I just like, totally just like, smacked myself in the head you know like how stupid am i like i'm never gonna worry about growing up again how dumb is that i just want to be ashley mcbride and like i can be it right now like right now oh my gosh she's amazing well and i think i do think that there's a whole wave of women like you're saying coming up after it, that is ready to say what we've always wanted to say from the beginning
0: well i think what she did is i think she made being an outlaw female cool like, I think that yeah. most of us, I mean, Hank sung about outlaw women 30, 40 years ago. Ashley McBride comes along, and she's really the first woman that I can sit here and say, she seems like an outlaw. I mean. Yeah, thunder. she is.
1: She's the coolest cowboy we have.
0: Exactly. Without a doubt. With, Not with, far. And uh, don't don't feel bad about you making yourself look stupid that night. Let me tell you what happened to me that
1: night. <laughs> I'm already ready. I'm already here for it.
0: So, uh, my buddy Lee Tucker is uh, real good friends with Kristen Kelly's uh, boyfriend, Vaden. And uh, so we're over there drinking. Vaden already knows. It, my show got to be number 21 in the world that week, and Kristen got to be number 13 on iTunes with her song. So Vaden hooks me and Kristen up sit there and have a conversation about doing a, a show together and promoting each other. And I was like, hell, Yeah. Well, then Ashley McBride is just the nicest person. We're sitting there talking, drinking, or whatever, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to go back and and drink at uh, at Vaden's house uh, or whatever, and Vaden wanted to show me, like, his podcast setup and all this stuff, and uh, they were like, do you want to go? And I was like, fuck, yes, I want to go. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm going to go get a drink and sit around and pick y'all's brains? Like, this is heaven to me. I got so drunk. And I knew that if I went, I would make an ass out of myself. I don't like, I like to drink. I had been drinking all day watching, y'all. Like, I don't know if you remember, like, we had to get there extremely early. I was I was in the front row. We had to get there extremely early. So I had been drinking with my friends all day. And I was so scared that I would go over there and I would stick my foot in my mouth that I didn't go. Did you go? No, I didn't go. I didn't. I was... I uh, I always try to put. You could have
1: forwarded the invitation on. You know what I mean. Oh, if you God. weren't going to use it, could have just sent it on over.
0: I wish I would have. I would have. I would have sent it to you. Uh, I just and I got. I
1: piggybacked you there too. I made sure you still went. Well, I'd have you. stuck my own foot in your mouth if you're about to Please, say something stupid. Good job. I'd have to
0: back. Well, I have this. I have this bad tendency and to, uh, of <laughs> trying to flirt with women I shouldn't flirt with when I've been drinking and of all people that <laughs> night of all people that night and she just I'm, I'm glad I didn't I'm glad I didn't bump into you because I probably would have made an ass out of myself to you but um what was her name Bridget Tatum Bridget Yeah. Bridget was the baddest ass to me that night like she was cool as she could be so like I see her at the bar, I walk up, I'm talking to her, I buy her a shot of tequila, I take a shot of tequila, and one of my friends came up to me and they said, Josh, you haven't flirted with her yet. But I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you, let's sit your ass down real fast, because your mouth is gonna write a check, it is ass cannot cash. so let's just, let's just be a good boy here. You don't you don't need to do this to yourself. But I was I was on such a high at the time from <laughs> from from being fired and then Bridget.
2: Oh my gosh, I would have I would have bought
1: tickets to watch you flirt with Bridget because Bridget will Bridget's made me feel like a very small man before. Yeah. And I'm a am I'm, I'm a big woman. You know what I mean? Now Bridget Bridget will put anything on this planet in its place and she'll do it in a cool way still where still afterwards, once you're in your place you're like, God, she's cool.
0: Well and see the thing about me, I'm not smooth. I have no smoothness to me whatsoever, but I'm semi funny. So that's how I, like, I just talk shit. I don't, I don't pull any lines out or anything like that. And uh, my friends knew when they saw me over there trying to make her laugh, they were like, dude, please. No. Like, you haven't done no. it yet. You haven't done it yet. Um, but actually, uh, I mean. You got some good friends. I do. I do have some very, very good friends. It's very hard being single going to Nashville, and the number one thing in the world that you like is a woman that can sing. Like y'all have ruined me the rest of my life, and uh, now every time I go on a date or something, or somebody's in a car and you hear them singing, and they, they sound like a damn dying cat, but then you got to go to Nashville and hear y'all sing, you're like, what am I doing wrong with my life?
1: It's pretty stinking cool where I where like where we get to make music and like just the like your Ubers here are the most talented people on the planet.
0: Yeah, there's I took my daddy. my My uncle died uh, about a month about a month or two ago. And uh, my dad – well, thank you. I didn't really know him, but it was my, my dad's baby brother. So uh, I decided – my dad's never been to Nashville. Uh, my uncle lived in Ohio. So we stopped. I took him to the Country Music Hall of Fame. Um, he's a big Elvis fan, so I took him to RCA on the tour and everything so he could see. He yeah. got real emotional with all that. But what was crazy to me is when I took him out in Nashville and he heard just whoever it would be. I couldn't tell you their names just singing at some random bar there. And they're yeah. like, how – he was like, how in the hell is that person on this stage right now yeah. and they're not playing in front of a stadium? And um, that, that's the good thing about Nashville, I guess, and the bad thing yeah. too is I, I want more of y'all. I, I hate hearing the same yeah. eight songs everywhere on Broadway. I don't even really go to Broadway when I'm up there. Right. Uh, I want more like female outlaw badass – I think yeah. y'all are going to, I think y'all are ruling the next 10 years of country music.
1: I, man, I hope that you're right. And i I'm, I'm right here with you. Broadway so interesting. It's like, you know, we're all told here to come to Nashville and to play Broadway, you know, like everybody else did. And like, that's how we're going to make it. and That's what we're going to do. But it's like, you go to Broadway, they tell you, you can't play original songs. They tell you that you can't play songs that aren't in the mainstream country. And then you play for four hours, they pay you $75 to split with somebody else, and I already paid $35 for parking. It's the craziest thing on the planet, and we are what brings everybody to Nashville. You know what I mean? Like, you come here for the music. That's what you come here for, and it's just, like, so crazy, but also, we get to do this in Nashville. You know, I get to play downtown on Broadway for $75 and play Wagon Wheel 12 times. It's awesome. You know what I mean? I'm playing at Taco Bell Cantina next week. I'm gonna lose my shit. I'm so excited about it.
0: My buddy plays there all the time. Uh, Jesse Wayne Taylor. I can't
2: wait.
0: Jesse. W- oh, Jesse Wayne played there that night with y'all. Um, that's how I got to meet Jesse Wayne Taylor. Uh, was he was at the same thing as y'all?
1: I know. I know that name. I don't know Jesse personally by any names, but I've seen his name on like all the other rounds, you know, in town and stuff like that. But I don't know him.
0: He's cool. Um. Well. Uh, but- it is a cool place. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I think that what y'all are doing is just it's. I don't want to say it's unique because that would knock the people that have done it before that didn't get the notoriety that they deserved. But but um, you know, between Ashley McBride and a little bit of Miranda Lambert, uh, I love Miranda. That some of her stuff doesn't hit me, but uh, a lot of her stuff that's not singles do. Um, yeah, I love a lot of her shit that's not singles. But uh, I could definitely see y'all, you and the rest of your group or whatever. I, I, I yeah. hope that's what it is. When when uh, when you say I hope I'm right, I I hope I'm right probably more than you because I, I want my daughter looking up to musicians like you. She I don't know what she's gonna be if she's anything like me, she won't have any musical talent whatsoever. But uh, I I love Gracie listening to your stuff and Ashley's and everybody else's, and it's just different. It's yeah. It's so empowering. Like, I don't even know if you realize that, but it's when you get to do what you want to and you don't just act like you're, I don't know how to put this. Uh, I think some women before in country music had just been like, oh, thank you for allowing me to be in the boys club. You know, like, I think that's how some of them have acted. I like the fact that it feels like y'all are kicking in the door to the club and being like, oh, no, nah, nah, oh, no, it's our, it's our time now.
1: We're not asking, and we don't want to sit with the boys. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the thing about us. And I think we're the first ones, too, that we just, that's not our goal. We're not trying to hang with the boys. The boys are, the boys are years behind, sweet angel. You know what I mean? Like, we're not trying to do that. We are the boys now. We're ready for
0: it. Yes. Like, let's go. I think you're the outlaws now. I think. I
1: think it's so cool, and I think it's so amazing. And I think the men that respect, the men that look up Dash McBride, are my cowboys? You know what I yeah. mean. Like I feel like, like the Cody Johnsons and the Randall Kings
0: oh, and the guys that God. know they're oh. gonna
1: get out of her way when she walks in a room. Those are my guys. You oh, know? Like dirty
0: they get to it me.
2: Too.
0: Oh. No, it is. You're right. I mean, yeah. I I do believe that regardless if it's male or female, I believe that hearts getting put back into country music again. I I think to where it's now because you don't have to. And I don't mean this in a bad way. Like you don't have to have Nashville to be successful anymore. You don't have to follow the line anymore. Like You don't have to do what you're told. There's a lot of people out there like, like Cody Johnson, like the Randall Kings, mm-hmm. like Cody Jenks, um, like all these folks that they're doing it their way now, and you still know them. Hell, you when I worked in radio, one thing that was so common in radio is that you would have people wanting to hear every time a new album or whatever was released – by Sturgill Simpson, Tyler Childers, uh, <clears throat> Cody Johnson, um, Co. Wetzel, anything like that. They wanted to hear those songs. You never got requests for songs that were for, were mainstream. You never ever got requests for that stuff.
1: Right, and I do think I think radio is still a place, and, and I respect radio. Um, radio has been been kind to me. We did a radio single um, last year for the first time. Um, and I, and i entered that world for the first time and, and realized what that looks like
2: <laughs> um, and that was super
1: interesting and, and and no disrespect to it but you are right i do think for for one of the first times in a mainstream way artists don't have to be dependent on radio anymore to have a very good you know huge outselling career you know what i mean kind of thing i think it's there's so many outlets now which makes it more competitive but also just makes it so much more find your place you know what i mean like And I'm I'm very excited about it for all of us.
0: Well, people are having to now, where 10, 15 years ago, whatever was played on radio is what you had to listen to. Now people are like, hey, no, this is what I want to hear. And it's almost where it's completely ass backwards, but like back in the 70s and stuff when, of course, radio was a thing, but it was word of mouth. It was Merle Haggard's coming to town. I don't care if they play a Merle Haggard song or not. I've got to go see Merle uh, or yeah. play him on the radio. And I think that's what it is now. It's when I make a post about an, an artist or you make a post about one of your friends or just a song you like, all of a sudden, because of social media, you've got a couple thousand people going to listen to it. Like <laughs> it, it, It's crazy. Like th- This will be fun. Um, whenever I upload – this in the next little bit, and then I make a uh, a video or whatever to put on my TikTok and tag you in and and everything. All of a sudden, there's going to be people that unfortunately didn't know who the hell you were that are going to listen to you do only Oklahoma, and they're going to listen to Play in House, and they're going to be like, "What? <laughs> Why did I not know about this woman? <laughs> like I, I know, like Kristen Kelly. Same thing happened." With her and uh, when I had Jesse on the show, it's where like Kristen played one of her songs she hasn't released yet, or she might have released it now. But it was the um something worth saying song, and yeah. and it was like I had people messaging me nonstop for a week and was like, where can I get this song? I'm having to go back and listen to the podcast again just so I can hear it damn play. Uh-huh. It. And, and it's you're like, like sorry. and it's like you can't, you you can't, and uh um. <laughs> Dude, I think you are fixing, too. I, I, like, of course, Rome wasn't built in a day. Everybody's got to pay their dues and all that stuff. But I think the outlaw female country movement is fixing to just knock everybody down. And uh, I don't know. I'm happy for y'all. I'm extremely happy for y'all. And uh, it's just cool that I get to meet some of y'all and uh, befriend y'all and shit. Uh, because, hey, I'm not. I'm not above, like, like hey this is Allie. this is my buddy let's book her for a show speaking of that uh
1: it. and josh i mean you have such an amazing platform to help people and it's so cool that you do you know what i mean like i sing that's what put that's what put me in this business if i didn't have any kind of musical thing that i did i feel like i probably would just would have found something else that you know took care of me you know or something yeah. like that i probably would take care of animals or something but you take so much time to do this and to support artists and to shout us out and to introduce us to an audience, like you said, that doesn't have a, any idea who I am. Well, And that's you play just as big a role in it as radio does or anybody else does, well, especially what, in this new market of what we do.
0: Well, what got me was I've got, I've got friends that the songs they write literally have made me cry, they've made me laugh or whatever. And it, it, in a way, it pisses me off because it's like I understand now with this platform that I've been given that I have the chance to help someone's career. I have the chance to where, you know, somebody might hear you and be like, oh, my God, I got a booker for 10 shows next month or, or whatever, just anything like along those lines. And yeah. I, I believe you're supposed to pay it it. And because of my friends, they've made me realize that Women like you, men that like Matt McKinney, and other folks, like you just need a chance to have your voice heard. And then once your voice is heard, oh, shit, you're a star. You're, you're, you might not be the star Nashville wants you to be, but you're the star you want to be. And I think that's even yeah. cooler now. I think that that's even cooler. And uh, one of my idols is, is another podcaster. His name's Joe Rogan. Everybody knows Joe Rogan. He's insane. But one thing he does that I absolutely love is he takes comedians that you don't know, that you've never heard of, that don't have a very big platform at all. He has them on his show, and then all of a sudden they blow up because he actually believes in these people. He actually likes what they do. Yeah. And that's the same way I am with musicians. I'm not fitting to have anybody on here that I don't like what the hell you say. I don't like how you carry yourself. I don't like what you do. I've been asked by people to be on this show, that, and I'm just like, I'm good, dude. Like, not knocking you. Yep. I'm not gonna promote. I don't like pop country, and then have a pop country artist on here. Like, that's just not me. Absolutely. Um, there's nothing against you. To each their own. Like, I'm real big against against like the country rap thing. It just, right. I I just don't like it. But I, like I said, to each throne, I want everybody to listen to what they like and be happy. If that makes you happy, Upchurch, and, and Carly, Upchurch making millions of dollars off of his stuff. He's obviously doing something very yeah. well and something right, and people right? love it. And I'm all about supporting people that are like that. But mm-hmm. I can't sit here and say that I don't like something, and I want to support songwriters and artists, and then right. go back on my word and be like, oh, no, just because I'm going to get 100,000 views, I'm going to have you on the show i'm good that ain't I,
2: think,
1: I think that's so fun i think i wish that radio could even take more of a presence like that in the sense of um it doesn't have to be one kind of country music because radio is not a platform where they they don't really get to be 50 i don't feel like i do feel like they should play who they play you have a platform where it's Josh Terry's platform. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what Josh Terry likes, so I know that you're going to direct me towards stuff you like. That just makes perfect sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I do wish that country radio could play pop country and classic country and all that stuff, you know what I mean, on the one big station. There. You know what I mean? I yeah. know there's all the substations for old classic country and the substations for this, but as far as, like, iHeart, you know, and Bobby Bones and those kinds of shows, I just don't see why we can't have a co-wetzel and a Dan and Shay, and a Ash McBride, and a Ballerini
0: on there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and th- and that's my thing is when I was working in it, like, I, we had the num the sh- station I worked for, they had never been a top ten station in the state of Georgia. The year and a half, to almost two years I worked there, we were literally number one, won some awards because not because I'm really good at this, even though I like to lie and say I am. It's where I did something different. Like, I didn't do the norm, and that's why people tuned in. I didn't just talk about what was in the your prep sheets or whatever, when you just want to be boring. Yeah. People are tired of boring. And with radio, and I just don't think a lot of people have realized this yet, because of the thing that we're doing Zoom call on right now. It is You can go listen to whoever you want, whenever you want. If you're going to listen to radio or you're going to listen to a show, You have to be real. You have to be raw. You have to be you. You have to do something that nobody else is going to do. So, like, we, I always used to make it almost a damn ritual to where as soon as I heard something from somebody like y'all, I used to play it. I, I used to play it, and then you'd get fussed at. And it's like, why are you fussing at me? for doing this when this could be the next big person. And if this person hears because we tag her in on on social media that this radio station's playing her stuff before anybody else is, she's liable to befriend you. And then all of a sudden you've got an interview. And then all of a sudden you've got the support of this person because you supported them. And they don't see it like If it ain't got money attached to it, they don't give a damn.
1: No, there's no long term or like relational investments, I don't feel like in it. And I and I get it. I mean that can be overwhelming or whatever, but I I, I just I I really admire the stance that you take on it, you know, and just appreciating those relationships because I remember, you know, Z one hundred in Marin, Illinois. First radio station never played my stuff. I stop in there every time I drive through Marin, Illinois, every single time to stop and talk to them because you're right. They did they played they played my stuff when I only had stuff on YouTube, you know? And that kind of thing, and and that's so special. And and every artist has their radio stations that they know, you know, that, that have done that. So I don't understand why more stations aren't.
0: That's because they're not willing smart, to jump on that. They're just not as smart as me. That's all it is. If, if everybody, I 100%
1: what it is. if
0: everybody had a Josh Terry on their show, it'd be over with. Um, I'm not I'm not completely <laughs> full of myself, by the way. Um, well I'm not I'm not gonna hold you up much longer. I I'm gonna let you go. But um, one more time, real fast before we get off here, drop your uh, your social media stuff um, one more yes. time in case they missed it at the beginning.
1: My stuff is uh, AllieColleenMusic.com. It's A-L-L-I-E-C-O-L-L-E-E-N, music. Um, everywhere. I've got an album out right now that you can buy from my website, AllieColleenMusic.com. Otherwise, we'll be releasing um, a single um, close to every six to eight weeks throughout the year. So Only Oklahoma, I think, comes out in July, which uh, I'm excited about. But we have a release coming up. This Friday. I don't know when this airs, Josh, but um, the second single from the album will come out this Friday. I'm fixing
0: to edit it in just a minute, uh, and I'm going to release it today.
1: You're going to release it today? I'm going to release it today. Okay, well, in that case, then I have a single coming out on Friday, you guys. Go listen to it. It's called Don't Give Your Heart to a Cowboy. And then there may or may not be, there is a surprise drop on Mother's Day for this really cool song that I wrote for my mom called Make Me a Man. And I think you guys will like it.
0: Uh, I'm just going to tell you, you gonna to have to put my ass in Dropbox jail because you're going to send me some. Um, I'm gonna need them. I'm gonna need them because I'm telling you, I'm I can already know what I'll they send are. Them to. I already know what they are, dude. Yeah. I already know what badass they are. I'll send them to you. And um, I will. I'll send them to you. Um, and I'll,
1: I mean, I'll send you the album. You can listen
0: to it, check it out. Let me know what you think about it. Okay, I probably won't. I probably won't quit listening to it for a while. I, I, I just got to feel it. I just I just know it's one of those things I pick up on like. Your vibe's so good, and I hear the way you talk about things and the stuff you're passionate about. And that's why I do shows like this with an individual artist. It's because I really believe all they have to do is hear you one time, hear your story, and they're going to make a connection with you. And then they're going to have your back regardless of what you do. And when you do good shit and you put out good stuff, hey, you're easy to fucking love. You're easy to love. You're easy to love. and um, you actually are going to be a first. This is the first time when uh, whenever I say bye to y'all in just a minute, I'm going to put a playing house at the end of this, which is our single that's already out. You can go download now. I have not done this yet. So, uh, hey, it's going to be good. Uh, and if you haven't listened to it, I'm telling you, get ready. If you don't have a beer or a glass of whiskey in your hand, you're probably going to need one. Some of you ladies are going to need some wine. Uh, But, hey, get ready. And Miss Allie... Uh, You've been a pleasure. You are a true sweetheart, and uh, I I I hope we stay in touch because you're a real badass, and I'm proud of you, ma'am.
1: Absolutely, man, letting me know when you're in town next. Um, Let's do the female round thing. Sounds freaking dope. And um, thank you so much, dude, for having me.
0: Anytime. Well, thank all y'all for listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry podcast. I will catch y'all next time. (laughs)
2: can sand. Thought by now I'd have a ring on my hand. Six years right down the drain. We're still doing the same damn thing. Tell me, should I leave a I've been pulling petals off a rose felt like